Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'm Galen Forrester. I'm going to be, uh, I'm a licensed professional counselor in Eugene, Oregon, and I treat uh, a number of different kinds of mental health uh, conditions. Today I'm going to present three cases showing how LDN can augment psychotherapy in the treatment of comorbid medical conditions. Um, I chose these cases not because they're the most remarkable, but because they provide an opportunity to look at how mental health issues not only benefit from, but can also complicate or disrupt LDN treatment. I've used LDN in about 60 different cases. I have found that the dose ratio of 0.06 milligrams per kilogram body weight, typically 3 to 6 milligrams taken 2 to 4 times daily, works well. I, suggest, I always suggest that they start at half this dose at least. Uh, some patients do respond at a lower ratio than that. Um, case history one is a um, 65-year-old male with a history of substance abuse diagnosed with PTSD, ADHD. He had sleep disruption, anxiety, defensiveness, irritability, anger, blunted emotional responsiveness, IBS, acid reflux, schwannoma, tumors in the lumbar region and spine caused numbness and tingling in his right leg and foot. Uh, LDN treatment began three months prior to surgery to remove the largest of eight tumors. I'll skip this slide. Previous mental health treatment included uh, uh, EMDR. He was showing improvement with that trauma treatment. He initiated LDN with a very low dose of 1.5 milligrams for two weeks with no benefit or side effects. At 220 pounds, in my opinion, he could easily have started at 3 milligrams. And though I wouldn't really expect a mental health benefit until he got closer to the 0.06 milligram ratio. At 3 milligrams, two times daily, he, um, he felt calmer and reported better concentration. Raising the dose to 6 milligrams, BID, focus and concentration, continued to improve. He was less anxious, more patient, dealing with problems such as traffic delays, able to listen to his wife with less defensiveness, leg pain and numbness reduced. He was also taking cortisone, but he thought LDN was more helpful. One month after starting LDN, his leg was no longer numb or tingly, but his foot remained numb. If he missed a dose, pain and numbness in his leg and foot returned. The day of surgery, he took LDN right up to surgery. Two days immediately after surgery, taking oxycodone. He also took 6 milligrams BID without compromising pain relief, according to his report. And in contrast to his previous surgery, this time he experienced no constipation from taking an opiate. Of note, a surgeon told him the tumor was easy to remove since it was not attached or intertwined with the nerve bundle it was next to him. 
LDN improved the comfort of EMDR therapy, reduced anxiety, and improved general emotional regulation. Case number two was a 48-year-old male diabetic raised by a narcissistic mentally ill mother diagnosed with PTSD. Symptoms included hypervigilance, dissociation, phobia of positive affect, anxiety, panic attacks, headaches, neuropathic pain in legs and feet, poor sleep quality, had hypothyroid issues, gut issues, restless leg syndrome, low testosterone. We'll skip this slide. Four months after starting psychotherapy, he initiated LDN treatment with a very high dose of 12.5 milligrams due to a misunderstanding. Uh, When I caught this, this, he reduced the dose immediately to uh, 6 milligrams twice a day. With his first dose of LDN, neuropathy in his legs began to reduce and went away in two to four weeks. Numbness continued, though. He had his restless leg syndrome would flare up if he didn't take ropinerol. He still had spasms, and he could feel leg muscles rippling, but with LDN, he didn't feel pain. And recently, adding a monolaurin supplement appears to be normalizing gut activity, and it's eliminated diarrhea. He's doing a lot better as a result. Baseline pain went from a constant 3 or 4 of, out of 10 to a 1 or 2. Mostly he just uh, experiences acute pain when he has pain. Cognitive function improved. Finding words was no no longer like moving through molasses, he said. Interestingly, I think this is noteworthy, when he started LDN, he described having less frustration tolerance, more anger, and we think this is primarily because he was feeling the feeling of anger and frustration clearly instead of dissociating it. He wasn't allowed to have his feelings growing up. While initially uncomfortable, he said the greater calmness, clarity of mind from not dissociating was well worth it. Interesting, uh, let's see, on LDN, he's also more organized, hypervigilance reduces, and he's more patient with kids and students and no longer has a late morning energy dip. As LDN wears off, he gets sleepy and disorganized until he takes his next dose. And his default mental state is no longer waiting for the other shoe to drop. And nightmares have reduced in, in frequency and intensity. He's learned also to take LDN strategically prior to high-stress situations like staff meetings. And he takes it prior to returning home to um, some pretty challenging children. The primary side, negative side effect he experienced was related to the positive effect of reduced dissociation. Also, it's, uh, he's no longer waiting for that other shoe to drop all the time. So the, the primary negative side effect was uh, related to feeling feelings instead of automatically dissociating them. And with time he's getting a lot more comfortable with his feelings, both positive and negative. And he's been taking LDN um, six milligrams two times daily for about a year now. Case number three is a 30-year-old male, 190 pounds, in a graduate program at the university, diagnosed with traumatic stress disorder. 
He had childhood trauma and as an adult had a security job that exposed him to danger and trauma. He had extreme hypervigilance, OCD-type symptoms, phobia of positive affect, panic attacks, and sleep deprivation. His chronic stomach and digestion issues were treated unsuccessfully with conventional medications. Um, a monolaurin treatment improved candida overgrowth uh, somewhat, but gut issues persisted. Three months prior to LDN treatment, he was effectively uh, processing trauma with EMDR therapy, but hypervigilance and anxiety remained pretty high, and he ruminated extensively. He initiated LDN with 4.5 milligrams at 7 a.m. Initially, he said he didn't notice much change, but felt calmer, and he felt better the next day, not quite as depressed, slightly less anxious. After adding an afternoon dose, anxiety and reactivity to triggering events reduced. Anxiety and ruminating occurred, but were less intense and less persistent. Ten hours following the dose, anxiety and depression returned until he took his next dose. A midday dose, when he added this of three milligrams, kept anxiety down. He reports he's no longer uh, as indecisive as he had come to be. He had a history of being quite decisive until the trauma really set in. He doesn't agonize over decisions anymore. Interestingly, reading descriptions of violent crime affects, affected him more strongly since dissociative responses were disrupted. Reduced hypervigilance means he's no longer, he no longer feels a need to track everyone in the restaurant, bar, or classroom. This is a really common problem with veterans. In his words, much of my life I have observed myself in the third person. With LDN, I find myself experiencing life in the first person. Talking with people while on LDN, I was able to be funny, like I was before the trauma. After a social outing, it didn't feel necessary to mentally rehash the whole, the whole event, as had been typical for him in the past. Smoking and drinking. LDN appeared to interrupt his moderate smoking habit. Quote, after smoking half a cigarette, I throw it away because I don't like the taste or smell. 11 or 12 hours after taking LDN, the old pattern returns and I smoke the whole cigarette. Alcohol consumption followed the same pattern. Went out with friends with LDN on board, two, maybe three drinks were enough. But 11 or 12 hours, two or three half-lives after a dose, LDN no longer disrupted the dissociative trance he normally smoked in. So when LDN is in, at full strength, he's more fully in, that, in the present moment rather than in a trance state, remembering the feeling of how good it felt in the past to smoke a cigarette or to drink. Now, I suspect in both cases, LDN, as an opiate antagonist, is indirectly preventing a conditioned dopamine rush by blocking the dissociated, dissociation-related trance state associated 
with using these substances. Not because LDN is directly reducing dopamine, because I, I think we believe LDN is actually enhancing the bioavailability of dopamine, but because it disrupts this trance. With LDN, gut issues quickly began improving, allowing him to eat without bloating and pain. At week two, he, re he increased his regimen to 4.5 milligrams at 7 a.m., 3 milligrams at 11 a.m., and 3 milligrams at 3 p.m., and 4.5 milligrams before bed. Gut issues almost fully resolved two weeks after starting this regimen. After years of gut pain, he began digesting food normally again. He no longer had heartburn every day, all day, and no longer needed antacids or PPIs. This is a guy that just avoided eating a lot of the time because it was so painful. Thinking it was no longer needed, he stopped taking the Monolaurin supplement, and a few weeks later, LDN stopped working for him. Anxiety returned. I haven't had this happen. This is an unusual experience for me. The anxiety returned. But when he resumed the monolaurin supplement, LDN quickly, again, effectively reduced anxiety and supported, it appeared, uh, healthy gut functioning. He reported the first few nights on LDN, he slept through the night, then resumed a long-standing pattern of waking up at 2.30 a.m. He'd lived in a dangerous area of town. What happens at 2.30 a.m.? The bars are closed. So taking three milligrams at 2.30 a.m. allowed him to get back to sleep in about half an hour instead of an hour and a half or two hours. He's now taking 5.2 milligram LDN at bedtime for him at midnight, and he's sleeping through the night. Initially, his concentration and reading retention, interestingly, uh, were dis was disrupted. And I attribute this difficulty to him having developed a study strategy organized around accommodating his long-standing hypervigilance and a need to scan his environment for threat. So he would bounce all around. He'd be checking the Internet all the time. This resolved after approximately four weeks, about the same time his gut issues were resolving. His ability to retain information was improving. So... Parasympathetic relaxation and restoration was becoming more possible. LDN helped his brain and gut adjust to his present, safer reality. LDN's reducing all symptoms and increasing the speed of trauma resolution. He's been taking LDN uh, 4.5 or 5 milligrams two or three times daily for two months now. This is a fairly new case. In these three cases, there are improvements related to hypervigilance, dissociation, sense of safety, anxiety, panic, sleep, focus and clarity, mental fogginess and disorganization, personalizing and defensiveness, motivation, OCD-type impulses, ruminating, memory of traumatic events, patience and frustration tolerance, persistent chronic pain, neuropathic pain, anger, and tension. Other uh, survivors of trauma have reported sexual experience improves because they're more present in that sexual experience and they're having fewer intrusive memories. 
In conclusion, um, mental health functioning improved as the dose increased towards the 0.06 milligram per kilogram body weight uh, formula. And six to eight hours after a dose, functional gains seemed to diminish. And this constant partial blockade from multiple doses did not appear to affect, uh, negatively impact LDN treatment of other medical issues. Inflammation seemed to improve, and tumor growth may have been positively impacted. Individuals severely abused and neglected as children not only have to heal trauma, they have to play catch-up on the developmental task of learning to regulate their own emotions. If the patient has habitually blunted or dissociated emotions, feeling feelings can be very uncomfortable at first. And this is a real mind-bender when feeling positive feelings ends up being uncomfortable for a person. So feeling feelings can be very uncomfortable at first, and they often have to unlearn the felt felt sense-based belief that having positive feelings, including hope, means the other dreaded shoe is going to drop. Because when things, if you grew up in extreme neglect and trauma, if something was going good, that was never going to last. And so they became, a, became fearful of hoping. Without psychoeducation by therapists as well as physicians, some LDN patients will misinterpret having a fuller range of emotional experience, including the positive feelings, as something bad. And interestingly, having a in having more negative feelings can occur, and that can be a good thing. By analogy, it's a bit like the itch of a healing wound. It's temporarily uncomfortable, but a part of finding greater health and healing. And fortunately, the majority of patients you know, adjust to LDN easier than the more extreme trauma uh, patients that ex- have experienced more extreme trauma. But if you're not aware that some of these complicating factors can occur, it can really throw treatment off or, or affect the patient's willingness to participate in treatment. So thank you very much. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.